welcome to Treasures of Truth, a daily broadcast from Monday through Friday, where we encourage you to come and study the Bible with us. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and your host is Pastor Rick DeMichael. This week, we're airing a message entitled, How to Know When You're Acting Like a Baby. And in this week's message, we are confident that everyone will receive something constructive that will help them, but the preacher this week will be focusing his attention on the men. Because if there has ever been a time where the men should be strong and mature, it is now. And if there was ever a time where men should be wise as well as active, it is now. And we believe this week's lessons will help with just that. So we pray that today's message will be a blessing to you. And if you would like to hear today's message again, or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, please stay tuned until the end of today's program for more information. And now your host, Pastor Rick DeMichael. I told you the story about the first church I ever candidated for right out of Bible school in, in, in north central Pennsylvania, in Williamsport County, in Muncie, Pennsylvania, right where they had the Little League World Series every year. If you've ever watched that, it's right around that area, beautiful part of the country. And I candidated for a church there. And long story short, they had a two-weekend process. You went there one weekend and preached and the, the, the board voted on you. There was like 11 or 12 members. And if you got a unanimous board vote, you came back again and preached. And then the congregation voted on you and you had to have 75% of the vote. And I went there and I stayed with a fella that uh, was a Bible-believing man. He, he believed that this book was the Word of God. He had it right. And he wanted a pastor that believed that. And he said, but I'm, I'm concerned because there's one man on our board that really doesn't want a guy like that. And long story short, I got 11 out of 12 votes. Guess which one I didn't get. And the liberty I had in preaching and the way things went that weekend, it was obvious that 75% of the congregational vote would have been a slam dunk, a no-brainer. I went back home that week, got the call in the middle of the week, and man, did I think God had blown it. You remember, Carol? Remember that argument I had with God walking around the neighborhood? Uh, we were staying with my folks who had just gotten out of Bible school. We were staying with them for a little while till we got our, you know, figured out where we were going and what we were doing and got a place of our own. And we took a long walk, uh, not around the block, but through the whole neighborhood. And I remember my wife just holding my hand. And boy, I tell you what, what our gals put up with sometimes. And she's watching me argue with God. And I'm telling him, Lord, you know, this guy that doesn't believe the book is keeping a Bible-believing preacher from getting in there and yada, 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 blabba, blabba, blabba. And when I get to heaven, he's one of the first ten guys I'm going to look for. He ain't going to be one or two or three. It's going to be the Lord. It's going to be the guy that led me to Christ. And, but within the first ten, I'm going to go to that guy, shake his hand, and if there isn't any social distancing rules up there, I'm going to put a big hug on him and say, thank you for voting against me coming back and candidating that church for the second stage. Because I look back on it now. You ready for this, guys? I know this doesn't apply to you, but it applies to me. I wasn't ready. Problem is, I didn't know it. Let me throw a concept out there, guys. The Lord 
might know something about you that you don't know about you. And I look at the way that that tracked since that time. What's ironic about it, we ended up in Pennsylvania anyways, just a different part of the state. But God had some things he had to do in my life. Uh, Fellas, when you get disappointment, remember something. When one door closes, that means what? Another one is going to open. And don't miss the one that's opening because you're spending all of your time worrying about the one that closed. Number three. Number three. Easily offended. Take your Bibles and turn Psalm 119. Boy, we live. We live there right now. And I'm going to tell you what I think has wrecked this country. I mean, if, if we're, if we're doing a list of one to ten, I guarantee you it, this is in the top five, maybe the top three. In the streets of our big cities being tore up to the, to the divorce rate in our country, to the breakup of the family, I could go on and on and on. Psychology. Psychology has become woven into the warp and woof of our fabric to where everything is about number one. Everything is self-hyphenated. And, and the Bible says in the last days, perilous times are going to come. And the first evidence of perilous times, according to your King James Bible, translated in 1611, is this. Are you ready for it? Men shall be lovers of their own selves. Boy, you talk about a contemporary book. You, you, talk, you talk about a relevant book. You talk about a book that's ahead of the times. We have codified selfishness as the highest virtue. Come on now. I should be able to get a couple of amens out of that. Self-esteem. Oh, it's so important. We need to teach our kids self. We need to have self-esteem. Do you know the group, the single group of people in our country that have been tested, they've done studies, who have the highest self-esteem are men and women behind bars. The Bible doesn't teach high self-esteem. It doesn't teach low self-esteem. It teaches no self-esteem. You want to be miserable, spend all your time thinking about you. The only time that word is used in Scripture is we're to esteem others better than ourselves. But oh, self-esteem and self-worth, and here's one, self-love. And back in the 80s, or I think maybe it was the early 90s, some gal sang a pop song that was real popular for a while. You'd hear it on the radio all the time for a couple years. And it said, in the greatest love of all is the love I have for me. You know, this business. Folks, that's what's busting up families. That's, that's what's turned our country into a country full of aggrieved victims. And by the way, no matter what you give them, it's never going to be enough. They're totally discontent inside. Because you can't be content, self-focused like that. 
And psych, one of the things psychology has taught us is to be sensitive about how everybody's treating us. How everybody's talking to us. And so we've become not a generation of servants, as Brother Colum talked about being a servant this morning in Sunday school. We've become a generation of masters. And whoa, do you know who you're talking to? You better say it the right way to me. Or you'll offend my sensitive little feelings that are hanging out there 24-7 like a proverbial chip on a block. Psalm 119, verse 165. Great peace of they which love thy law, and what? Nothing shall offend them. Nothing. Nothing. Nothing shall offend them. You know, I, I really love where Jesus is talking to the disciples about persecution. And he said, and, 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 the, and the time is going to come where he that killeth you will think that he doeth God's speed. He says, but don't be offended. He said, preacher, how far should we go with this not being offended? Jesus said, don't be offended if they kill you. So, I mean, you know, you might have a little trouble with that one. But shy of that, don't get offended. You know what? If we stand for Christ, we're going to get lied about. If we get, if we stand for Christ, we're going to get misunderstood. If we stand for Christ, we've all become so sensitive. And we get our feelings hurt so easy when we're easily offended. Great peace if they which love thy law and nothing shall offend them. So someone said something about me. You know what? They don't know the half of it. When I love God's law, when I love God's word, when I love what he has to say, is the Bible a flattering book toward human nature? Does the Bible tell me what a great guy I am? What, what a great pedigree I have? No. Man, you get in Romans 1, 2, and 3 there. Our throats are an open sepulcher. The Bible says over there in Jeremiah 17, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately what? And you hear pop song after pop song and poetry and that. Follow your heart, follow your heart, follow your heart. I followed my heart. And that's why I ended up getting saved. Because my heart took me into disaster. Man, I'll tell you what. When somebody says something about me, they don't know the half. How can I be offended when God has forgiven me for all that he knows to be about me? We want to thank you for joining us today for Treasures of Truth, and it is our hope and prayer that today's program was truly a blessing to you. You've been listening to a message entitled, How to Know When You're Acting Like a Baby, by Pastor Rick DeMichael. And in this week's lessons, the preacher has brought very specific and key signs that can let us know when we are indeed acting in an immature manner. As the message pointed out, it is imperative that we all hold up our piece of the sky in every walk of life. But it is far more difficult to do that when we are blinded by our own pride, our own laziness, or our own sin. And God wants everyone to be more and more like His Son, Jesus Christ, and to follow Him with all their potential. But if you don't know for sure that Jesus Christ is your Savior, then we encourage you to contact the offices of Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and we will gladly help in any way we can. And as we mentioned at the beginning of the broadcast, if you would like to hear this or other messages by Pastor DeMichael, 
please feel free to visit our website at tvbc.org. That's tvbc.org. And you can also visit our YouTube page or follow us on Facebook for more information. Treasures of Truth is a ministry of Treasure Valley Baptist Church in Meridian, Idaho, and we would love for you to come join us in our services, which begin with Sunday school at 9.30, followed by the morning service at 10.45. We also have a Sunday evening service at 5.45, and of course, all of the services have fully staffed nurseries available for young children, as well as interactive and exciting kids programs for all ages, including junior high, high school, and college-aged groups. And don't forget our Wednesday night service at 7 o'clock, which has the Master's Club program during the school year for the kids, and a Bible study at the same time for the adults over in the main auditorium. We hope to see you soon at Treasure Valley Baptist Church, and may God bless you.